On April 25, 1973, a string of bizarre events began to unfold in the small town of Enfield, Illinois. A young boy named Greg Garrett was attacked by a creature with three legs, grayish slimy skin, and reddish eyes. This is the case of the Enfield Horror. With that said, roll the theme music. Hello, everybody, and welcome to The Strange Heartland. I'm Mike. And I'm Jory. And tonight we are talking about the early 1970s in rural southern Illinois. They had a case of a unidentified creature called the Enfield Horror. Have you ever heard this story, Jory? Nope, not that I know of. No? Okay. No. What do you got going on? It's the spooky season now. So what do uh, you got going on? Anything festive? Yeah, I'm planning for a party. Is it a Halloween theme? Yeah, it is. Oh, yeah. (laughs) I already got like skeleton ribs that I'm going to have a meat charcuterie board. Oh, that's awesome. So, yeah. That's great. You got something spooky coming up. You're turning a day older. uh, It's not spooky. A year older? No. Uh, That's scary. (laughs) (laughs) Are you afraid of turning 30? Uh, oh my god it's a thing for you i'm not excited about it but oh it's no it's nothing i've been i've been in my 30s for a couple years now it's no big deal watch out for me on tiktok because i'm planning to do a dirty 30 30 to 30 bucket list oh i didn't tell you about my birthday what i want to do for my birthday i already have a party planner um, I want to host a caution Jory's turning 30 bar crawl and everybody has to dress up as a caution cone. Oh, I saw that on um uh on uh Facebook. Facebook. I think you posted about it. Yeah. Could you just imagine sitting in your car? You're just waiting to drive home from your late night shift at work or you're going into work and all of a sudden yeah. there's just like 20 caution cones crossing the street. What are you supposed to do? Are you like grab a caution cone, like an actual caution cone? Or no, they actually a... they sell actual caution cone costumes. Oh, I was gonna with, say there's no the... there's no way I could fit in a caution cone. <laughs> but but the face hole face hole and yeah, I mean you can wear all orange and put reflective tape on. You just have to. I, I'd be even fine for some people dressing up as like actual like flaggers. They they put the vest on and just have. Mm-hmm. Yeah, just no, a, that sounds like fun. I know. I think it'd be funny to also go to a karaoke bar and only karaoke songs with the word warning, like Green Day's uh, warning. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you and uh, you, Josh, you and Josh share. Oh, my God, I'm having a seizure. I can't talk. You and Josh share the same birthday month. Oh, for real? Yep. He's the 25th. Is he a, is he a Libra or a Scorpio? He's a Scorpio. Oh. What are you? A Libra. A Libra. Mm-hmm. Um, I guess. I don't know. It's, I guess at some point, things changed. 
And there's like a whole new astrology, like a zodiac thing. No, 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 no. I will always be a Sagittarius. Your actual month or whatever. I have no idea. Except for Pisces. If they all want to change, because Pisces are the freaking worst. Oh. (laughs) Other than Ashley, who's my best friend. Anyways, I I mean, I don't really follow uh, that. So I don't astrology, astrology. So I don't really know anything about it. But, but so we're talking about possibly something astrologically coming to the Earth and messing with people in Southern Illinois. Huh? It could come from the stars, possibly. But we're talking about the infield horror, and the infield horror happened in Enfield, Illinois. Say Enfield one more time. (laughs) Enfield, Illinois is small. We're talking very small. Just barely under 600 people live in what is considered to be a village in southeastern Illinois. According to Wikipedia, there are an estimated 552 people living in Enfield as of 2019. At the time of the sighting, there was quite a few more folks there. The population was somewhere around the ballpark of 750-ish. The southern portion of Illinois, specifically where Enfield is located, is often referred to as the Devil's Kitchen. It's a designation left behind by Native Americans and early American settlers to explain strange sights and sounds like unexplained balls of light, apparitions, screams in the night, and other unsettling types of phenomena. Mm, Okay. No. (laughs) Such as giant birds roaming the southern Illinois sky. Sighted as late. As 1977. Why do I just picture like people dressed up as Big Bird just coming out of cornfields? No, like <laughs> legit. There was a string of sightings in the 70s of what they thought was called a Thunderbird, which is a giant bird just like chilling in the sky. It's like mytholo- mythological. Uh, a lot of Native Americans believe in them. So, huh. Interesting. Apparently, the 1970s were a wild time to be a cryptid in the Midwest. It was a chilly spring night of late April, April 25th in 1973. A young boy named Greg Garrett was attacked by what he described as a thing with three legs, grayish slimy skin, short sharp claws, and reddish eyes. The creature stepped on his foot, tearing his shoe to shreds. He escaped and ran back into his home. At about 9.30 p.m., Henry McDaniels and his wife returned home to find his two children absolutely terrified. They claimed that a thing had tried to break into the house by trying to tear through the door and clawing at the window-mounted air conditioner. What are you doing to your lips? (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. Are you okay right now? (laughs) No. (laughs) Yeah, I'm fine. Uh, okay, so the thing they the children said that the thing was trying to get through the door and through the window mounted air conditioner. The thing that bothers me is I'm not okay at anything that's trying to eat my shoes. Yeah, like uh, I guess like it, one of its three feet stepped on his like tennis shoe and like shredded it. Yeah, it's super sharp claws. I, I mean, unless it was like shoes that I was planning on like throwing away, like I'd be down for that. And I'm like, oh, cool. Like save the earth, not putting more stuff in the waste. But uh, I'm not a mm-hmm. fan of. Can you imagine if he had open toed like Jesus shoes and that thing tried to like oh, go after his foot? Right? Like, ooh, yeah. something about toes and fingers gets me. Have you ever seen the movie uh, House of Wax? Yeah, where he puts his hands up in the storm grate and he just. Mm-hmm. 
<laughs> no, no. I have that's... a thing with eyes. Like people do. Oh! I can't. What's do that it. zombie movie? Thirty-eight days later, and he just like puts his oh, thumbs in the guy's. Later? Yeah, puts his thumbs in the guy's eye holes and just no, 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 no. That gets me. No. Do you ever have like a like I have like this fear of um things in the ocean, like sunken ships and stuff. Okay, the like ocean. Coming, I've never even them, and then coming out of like the darkness, like big ass fish or sharks or whatever. Well, have you seen the movie Trick or Treat? Uh, no, I haven't. Mm-hmm. Oh my god! Okay, so you got to watch the movie Trick or Treat. It's one of my favorites. Anyway, there's a scene. There's this whole backstory that this bus driver killed all these like mentally ill kids, and the bus goes into the swamp area. So there's a part where these like zombie like mentally ill children are like coming out from underneath the swamp and chasing these other kids and it's fucking terrifying. <laughs> oh, also fun fact of things that are scaring the shit out of me. It really sucks being a postal carrier in Halloween season because you're not sure if people are turning their animatronics off <laughs> during the day or not. And on my route you saw it. You posted my uh, my Snapchat. Excuse me, ma'am. Can I talk to you about your extended car warranty? All right. The fucking mm-hmm. grunge girl that mm-hmm. sits on a swing. Yeah. That, no. So the first <laughs> time, the first time I delivered to that neighborhood, her hair was all in the front of her face, so I couldn't tell. It's one of those decorations. It does not matter what side of the fucking street you walk on. It looks like it's looking at you, and you're just like, no. Oh. Excuse me, ma'am. <laughs> you need Jesus or an exorcist. No. I get so excited when that house doesn't need mail. And I'm like, nope. Oh, and to make matters worse, that house has this fucking demonic scarecrow thing that sits right in front of the mailbox and the front door. And you're not sure if it's a real person or an animatronic or what. And you're like, nope, I'll pass. Uh Oh, okay. So uh, the thing was trying to get through the air conditioner. It was at this moment that the scratching sound the children heard was at the front door again. Henry threw open the front door, and to his surprise, the very same beast his kids were talking about was on the front fucking porch just chilling trying to get in. No. No. (laughs) He told the Carmi Times it was, quote, about five feet tall, with a flat body, grayish in color, with a strange disappearing head at least 12 inches across... It had three legs and two pink eyes the size of flashlight lenses. I'm trying to figure out, I'm trying to wrap my mind around a strange disappearing head. Like, like kind of like a turtle, like, like it would go away, like into its body or something. (laughs) Can you imagine a turtle pokes his head out? Boo. Slowly puts head back in. (laughs) (laughs) Or if it was like, um... Like an interdimensional like glitch, you know what I mean? Or like it's kind of like half of it is here in this dimension, the other half is like in the other dimension, and it's all glitchy, you know. And you're like, eh, eh, eh. you know what I'm talking about? No, probably not. You're looking like I. <laughs> no, all I know is this is a whole lot of fucking no for me. This is like burn the house <laughs> down, move to. First off, you live in fucking Illinois, so just move anyway. <laughs> Not that there's anything wrong with Illinois. I lived in Illinois. Okay, Illinois and Indiana are the same. I live in Indiana, and I would love to leave Indiana. 
Illinois is a lot flatter than Indiana. Like that was for sure. So it's like an That's A weird. cup, kind of huh? an A. So oh, we're yeah. talking yeah, terms. It's an A cup. Yeah. An A cup. <laughs> yeah, I'd say that Indiana is probably like a B cup. Like a B. You got, yeah, you got like those nice uh, like hills and stuff <laughs> in southern Indiana. What you do? Uh oh. Okay. All right. All right. Um. So he told the Times uh the description of what he saw. Well, since his name sounds like a character from some old Clint Eastwood or like Charles Bronson action movie, McDaniels slammed the front door, grabs his twenty-two pistol and a flashlight. Surely the beast ran away, right? Fuck no. There it is, just chilling, waiting for old McDaniels for his fucking twenty-two. <laughs> you say his eyes were like flashlight lenses? Yeah, they were like as big as flashlight lenses. <laughs> Can you imagine he's just on your porch? And it's like a broken flashlight, so his eyes just start turning on and off. Right. On and off, on and off. <laughs> this is so fucking creepy. Henry pulls up his twenty-two and fires four rounds at the monster. He said, quote, when I fired that first shot, I knew I hit it, end quote. When struck, the monster hissed like a wildcat, said McDaniels, and tore off into the night, leaping 50 feet in three jumps before disappearing into the brush along the railroad embankment in front of his home. Henry called the local authorities who only found scratches on the siding of the McDaniels' home where they said the monster had tried to get into the house and dog-like footprints in the yard. What made the prints unusual was the fact that they had six toe pads and they believed they represented a three-footed animal with only one track being slightly smaller than the others. Uh, yeah, that's really fucking weird. By April 27th, stories of the monster hit the AP and UPI news services and were being printed throughout Illinois. Notably in Champaign-Urbana News Gazette, which highlighted Henry as a rational and sober person. On May 6th, just a few weeks later, McDaniels was startled awake by the howling of neighborhood dogs. He grabbed his 22 and flashlight and threw open the front door of his house, expecting once again to see the hideous creature on his stoop. But instead, he saw it, quote, languidly negotiating the trestles of the railroad tracks near his home, end quote. McDaniel said, quote, I saw something moving out there on the railroad track, and there it stood. I didn't shoot at it or anything. It started on down the railroad track. It wasn't in a hurry or anything, end quote. It was after the sighting by McDaniels had been reported that things kicked in overdrive for the sleepy southern Illinois town. White County Sheriff Roy Pichard Jr. was so bothered by the sudden influx of press and amateur monster hunters that he threatened to incarcerate Henry if he didn't stop inciting panic by spreading his stories. Soon, well-armed posses of amateur monster hunters began patrolling the area near the LNN Railroad track where McDaniels had seen the creature last. It was on one such expedition that five young men allegedly had a run-in into a creature like the one Garrett and McDaniels had encountered, but they noted that it was hairy. <laughs> so it needed to shave, I guess, a couple days later. It sounds like a really demonic lawn ornament. It just keeps showing up <laughs> <laughs> on porches. It has eyes like a flashlight that could flash on and off like a railroad stop sign. <laughs> Whoa, yeah. 
The men discovered the monster hiding in the underbrush and proceeded to open fire on it. But just like with Henry, their bullets were unable to cause a mortal injury, and the monster raced and darted off at a speed that they said was faster than any human could achieve. The final eyewitness to the infield horror was Rick Rainbow. Rick Rainbow. <laughs> What's with these made up names? Okay, well, he please had a made up me, name. Please tell me he's a monster hunter. I'm no, Rick Rainbow. He was actually the news director of a Kokomo, Indiana radio station called WWKI. Okay. Okay. That Rick definitely... Rainbow, the WWKI forecast. Uh, yeah, I don't think he was that aggressive. He was like, I'm hi there. I am Rick Rainbow I'm with the Rick weekly Rainbow. update. With the weekly and update. I'm here to find your infield monster. Hi, I'm Rick Rainbow, and I'm here to report to you to the true crime news and the daily traffic update. <laughs> I'm Rick Rainbow, and I heard you had a demon problem. Do you like podcasts? <laughs> Do you like podcasts by chance? Uh... He and three others claim to have seen a gray, stooping, five-foot-tall entity lurking outside an abandoned house not far from Garrett and McDaniel's homes. He and his crew managed to tape record the monster's disturbing scream, which nobody can seem to find online, including myself, who looked for like, I don't know, like fucking two hours I was looking for something. Jesus. I might just make a sound effect up since it hits like a wildcat. Have you heard, have you heard those, t uh, seen those TikTok challenges, uh, sound effects only? No, uh, -uh I haven't <laughs> for whatever reason. Like my for you page is not anything current. <laughs> like it's always like two months behind or something <laughs> like that. <laughs> so I don't even, I don't know. I just like hang out on my for you page. And then like, sometimes I find my way over. My to, like, fucking for you area. page is all over the place. One day it's like true crime. One day it's like my algorithm thinks I've had like four fucking kids. And it's like a mom page. The other day it's like just comedy. At one point I was on Amish people dancing TikTok. So, and I don't even. <laughs> we do live in Indiana. Uh, true. Yeah, we do. Uh, but what do you think it sounds like? Um, like a T Rex mixed with a so walrus. Like a... Wait, mixed what? With a... <laughs> mixed with a tiger uh, exhale and a male sea lion inhale. So like a <laughs> like a. <laughs> What was it again? What? <laughs> you gave me so many different sound of Okay, you try to mimic that. What do you think? A T-Rex walrus. I'm going to make one up and then I'll play it. You'll listen. To it. You'll be like, oh, that's what he's talking yeah. about. Yeah. Oh, yeah. it makes me think one of those things is kind of turn up on my porch. <laughs> <laughs> I need a flashlight. <laughs> I need a flashlight and a 22. And Rick Rainbow. On least, it, uh, Yolanda had a thirty-eight, man. Jesus, this yeah, guy's got a twenty-two. He's got like a step above a pellet gun. That would definitely take him out. That's what I imagine they were all packing in the what's the movie Jeepers Creepers? Yeah, what about it? That's they had like pellet guns. Whatever they were trying to hit that fucker with was not working. In That's the why first I'm, one or a second one? No, in all of them. That's why we have four what? movies. There's four. 
Yeah, it was like four. I knew that there was like three. I didn't know there was a fourth one. Oh, I think there's supposed to be a fourth one coming eventually. The first one was the best, in my opinion. And that, I mean, I like two, but I just like one better. It was a lot more creepier. Uh, I think the first one could have just stood alone on its own. It never, oh, for sure. It yeah. never it, needed. It did so well that they were like, yeah, let's make it. Oh, if it does well, just then we that. just slaughter it. Oh, uh, I know what you did last summer. There's you only two. I mean? like, there's only two. Yeah. But like the first one, like that could have oh. just been its own thing. You know what the I mean? The only like, movie really... that I know that's actually a franchise where every single one is actually good is the Scream franchise. I don't know. Like, I didn't really care too much for three. Uh, three? Yeah, three was kind of a setup for, like, the other ones. Now, three. to be completely honest, like, I don't I don't think I saw four. Four was good. Five and is coming out soon. Five is coming out? Okay. Yeah, and I do want to see the new Halloween movie. Yeah. Did you see the one that they came out with a couple of years ago? You mean the one like two years ago with Jamie yeah. Curtis and this is picking uh-huh. back up from that timeline? Yeah, you did? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I love what they're doing. With it. I think it's so cool. I know. So, um. Anyway, I'm a big Halloween fan. Uh, I feel like if you're a big Halloween fan, it's the same thing with, with Scream. Because like the Halloween series, there's definitely like, I didn't care for like Halloween H2O or whatever. Yeah. I mean, like I didn't really care for like Halloween 4 through... But Halloween and Scream are type the kind of movies. If you're if you're a fan of Ghostface or Michael Myers, there's ones that aren't your favorite, but you still respect it because there's still ones that are hit and miss. Now the one series right. I can't get behind is fucking Jason. Why did we have one where he's reincarnated? Oh, there's so many. Oh, because there's so many. Me and Ashley were watching like Jason four or five or something, and we're watching the timeline, and all of a sudden he comes back black. There's one where he fucking like. Goes to Manhattan, bro. <laughs> like he, he's in Manhattan. I think it's called like Jason Goes to New York or something. I don't know. <laughs> Can but, I like, please get a Home Alone movie? But it's just Jason in place in the Collie Cockins. He's in a stretch limousine eating freaking cheese pizza. <laughs> oh, I love it. I th- I feel like uh, Nightmare on Elm Street. They should have kept it like literally like three movies. I think that was the most you could do. I'm I'm just a big Wes Craven fan, so. Yeah. Who did Nightmare on Elm Street, so R.I.P. West Craven. We need to like have like a horror movie night. We Dude, we have a movie room downstairs. And come over and then we just pick a fucking movie. Yeah, and we have the we have the movie theater seats that recline back downstairs. Oh, for all this yeah. so why aren't you car down there? It's probably like soundproof. Um, because I don't have anything set up down there. We haven't, we have so many projects we still have to work on. We haven't even talked about my vacation for, well, we kind of talked about my break in service. Bro, I haven't even seen your house. Like, I saw it, like, the other night when I stopped by, but, like, I haven't been inside or anything. I know. Granted, I don't, you have a long, like, pathway up to your house, and I don't want to use my crutches that far. I know, that's why I didn't offer for you to come inside. I was like, I was like, I don't know how, I mean, we do have a bathroom downstairs. That's dope. So, like, when we went to go, when I met um, Sarah's sister and brother-in-law, they had a, like, townhouse, and they had an upstairs, and, like, we were, like, the guest bedroom was upstairs, so, like, climbing up and down those stairs, like, twice a day was, like, fucking workout. Like, I was, like, drenched in sweat each way, going up and going down. Oh, I guess I should tell you what your other birthday present is. 
I got one of those old people things installed on my basement stairs and upstairs for you. Oh, no way. Yeah, an elevator? <laughs> God, that's so dope. <laughs> not, not really, but how dope would that have been? Does it have a seatbelt? I hope it's got a seatbelt. I don't want to go too fast. The best part... <laughs> The best part would be if I had a sign that said must be this tall to ride and it's just slightly shorter than you. <laughs> slightly taller than you. <laughs> Wait, I can't ride it, buddy. What are you drinking over there? Um, This is like a three-hour-old Starbucks. <laughs> oh, that's good. You're going to hit the toilet later for that one. I'll be all right. Uh, I, got a, I got a fucking iron stomach. <laughs> Dude. Seriously, I didn't throw up once while I was on chemo. Like, really? People are always, yeah, people are always talking about how bad they feel when they're on chemo. And I was just like, I'm mm. tired. Like, I get weak and stuff. But Not like, going to get never, me I down. Never threw up or anything. Yeah. Damn. That's awesome. Uh, it was at this time that famed cryptozoologist Lauren Coleman, who grew up in Decatur, Illinois, and went to school and studied anthropology and zoology at Southern Illinois University at Carbondale, came to check it out. While investigating the area, he too heard the wails of the creature, but did not capture it as audio evidence. <laughs> Young college student, tape recorders were expensive as fuck in the 70s. You know, you know the deal. Oh, yeah. Lauren Coleman said, quote, I traveled to Enfield, interviewed the witnesses, looked at the siding of the house the Enfield monster had damaged, heard some of the strange screeching, banshee-like sounds, and walked away bewildered. Coleman also chronicled discussing the case with famed paranormal investigator John A. Keel, who is the best-selling author of The Mothman Prophecies. In his book, Mothman... Mothman. <laughs> Mothman <laughs> and other curious encounters. You know the Mothman, right? Oh, hell yeah, I know who All Mothman right. is. <laughs> I know that you don't know like a lot of cryptids or whatever, but like... Oh, you don't know Mothman. <laughs> what are you even doing there in this the... You know there's a Mothman <laughs> festival? Yeah, yeah, I watched the whole documentary about it. It was pretty what cool. What it goes so bad. Mothman. You know, Jeepers Creepers is literally... There was a UFO, UFO fest like over that way, too, that I wanted to go to. Remember when I was talking to you about that? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mothman. 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 Love Mothman. He's not really heroic, though. He's kind of like, I don't know. People make aloof. him... Her People and, make him heroic, though. But we think about it, Jeepers Creepers is basically somebody painting Mothman to be anything but heroic. Jeepers Creepers, dude, always reminds me of, like, um, a locust or something. <laughs> anyway, um, so after Coleman left, uh, there have been no sightings of the creature. It should be noted that between the years of 1941 and 1942... In the sleepy village of Mount Vernon, less than 40 miles away from Enfield. I know where Mount Vernon's at. Mount Vernon, Illinois? Yeah. Oh, Wait awesome. a minute. Hold on. Hold on. Give me a second. Okay. We need to make like a Mothman like weight music, and that's like our elevator music when we're doing stuff. Da, Mothman. Da, 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 Yeah. Hold on. That's why I thought I used to only live fifty fifty nine minutes away from Mount Vernon. When oh, I that's awesome. When I lived in Evansville, because I lived in well. Oh wow, really? That far down? 
okay. Yeah. Oh, well, I'm originally from Vincent's, Indiana. I'm all the way from, at the very bottom of the state. Right. Yeah. Okay. So, in Mount Vernon, in 1941 and 1942, less than 40 miles away from Enfield, there was a similar spate of encounters involving an anomalous leaping beast that terrorized the local populace and was reputedly responsible for numerous animal deaths in the regions. Now, eyewitnesses claim that the Mount Vernon monster was vaguely baboon-like and was able to leap 20 to 40 feet in the single bound. So, I'm thinking possibly that um, Mount Vernon monster and the Enfield monster were definitely not the same dude. Does not sound like it. Because, yeah, nobody described it being monkey-like. So, I'm not, I'm not on that train. Mm-mm. So, um, most of my sources were from Cryptopia and Cryptopia.fandom.com. And I was inspired by the Astonishing Legends blog post on the Enfield Monster on their website, astonishinglegends.com. That was the story of the Enfield Monster. That was a short one, but it's interesting. Yeah. I feel like he was a derpy monster because it sounds like all he did was just... He did, yeah, he did <laughs> sound kind of derpy, though, didn't he? I mean... <laughs> it's like a teenage monster who's got, like, sits around with posters of, like, He's other cryptids. misunderstood. <laughs> <laughs> He's misunderstood. His mom keeps telling him, stop going out and standing on people's porches. Gonna get yourself He's killed like one day. He's a goth kid monster. It's not a phase, Mom! <laughs> I got shot at by a well-armed posses in Illinois! That's on Earth, Mom! <laughs> that is freaking crazy. Anyway, so that's all I got for you tonight, Jory. All right. But, um, you know, Jory and myself, we really like doing this for you guys. I mean, fuck you. I like doing it for me. I like doing it for me. I love all you guys, but I like doing it for me. We're definitely not the best at this, you know, field that we're in, which is like true crime slash paranormal. But like, you know, we get some things wrong here and there. And, you know, somebody somebody (laughs) doesn't learn how to pronounce names correctly. But that's okay. Because, um, you know, we just like talking about this stuff and we're like kind of hanging out with you guys. It makes you know what? Hanging out with you, I'm so. tired of apologizing. I am doing the best I can. I make yeah. mistakes. I'm a little saucy. I'm like we're a little human. extra added sprinkles. I'm entertaining. <laughs> <laughs> and most importantly, we're not experts. So, but we'd love just talking about it with you guys and hanging out with you. This is why we're not and, doctors. Uh, or lawyers, <laughs> or anything that might be important to a case, and we are just standbyers who just read and report about it. <laughs> yeah, we're just hanging out and talking to you guys about weird, creepy shit. So, but uh, what we would really appreciate is if you stop by iTunes and read us and leave us a comment, even if it's a bad one. It helps us get noticed by more listeners. So maybe if you leave us a bad one, we'll read it out loud. Oh yeah, we could definitely do. Oh, we could have like sure. a we could have like a Patreon. It'll be like a constructive criticism circle between me no, and you. No, let's not do that. It <laughs> oh. would just be a bunch of <laughs> a bunch of 
When will Jory learn that she can <laughs> she can use Google to hear how things sound? <laughs> um. So also, basically, all the bad comments will actually just be different names that Mike is going under. <laughs> just be me. <laughs> Stop by strangeheartland.com. Check out the site. Submit your story to us, and we can read it on a listener episode of the podcast in the future. Yeah. Also, check out our merch at strangeheartland.com. Yes, check out the merch. I actually, I just um, published a new design today, and it's got Jory's approval. It's got like a cute little ghost on, on the front. Very cute. A cute little ghost on the front, and then on the back, it's got like a 1970s style inspired like retro uh design so it's pretty cool uh so stay spooky folks and then down below it's got strange heartland podcast and um like a really cool like haunted house on it anyway um so uh with that said i'm mike i'm jory stay spooky folks and have a good night good night April 27th. <laughs> Please put that at the end of the episode. Baba beans. <laughs> this is part three of Demon House. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you. Uh, all right. Shut <laughs> uh, okay. Woo. Right, here we go. <clears throat> uh, oh. I have to poop after we get off this. <laughs> <laughs> I have to take a shit. Or if I was Irish, a shite. A shite. <laughs>